0: This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. Each year, the major issues and the major thought leaders on the front line in the fight against anti-Semitism and hate come together for ADL's Never Is Now Summit at the Jacob Javits Center in Manhattan. After a hiatus during the pandemic, this annual summit is back live this year and will take place on Thursday, November 10th. I've asked my friend and former boss, Abby Pogerman, to come to the show today to discuss what this event means to her. She's a journalist, author, and professional moderator, but more to the point, she is the co-host for this year's Never Is Now Summit. I know that she's used to doing the interviewing, and I'm so thrilled to give her a chance to be interviewed. Welcome, Abby, too. From the front lines.
1: Thank you so much, Scott. And I, I, I might have been your superior, but it was entirely a partnership. I could not have done it without you, mainly because you are so incredibly organized and forward thinking, and you calm me down.
0: All right. Thank you very much. I will accept that compliment. And you are an amazing boss and amazing mentor. Thank uh, you. I will jump right in and ask what never is now means to you uh, at this time when anti-Semitism and hate is most certainly on the rise and coming from so many directions.
1: Well, I'm sorry to say that I don't think a conference has mattered more um, than it does right now in terms of never is now. And when I even said yes to this assignment, which is a privilege and an honor, I never thought we would be where we are. Um, at this moment. I don't have to tell anyone listening that whatever is gathering ominous energy is disquieting, not just for Jews. I think just generally, as we know, when it's hate for one group bleeds um, very sickeningly into hate for another. Um, and and I, I feel like without being histrionic about it, there, there are times, I think, inflection points where we have to just pay a little more attention, kind of not just move through our lives and the comforts of of, uh routines and and actually stop and say what exactly is happening here and how can we play a part in either if not putting the brakes on maybe something stronger than that um, interrupting this tide which I, I find um, not just disquieting but ultimately a, a very frightening portent of the discourse and the ugliness and frankly the violence um, that is in this country right now and has been normalized so I don't I could not look forward more to the speakers and and the panels that are going to be happening and it's an honor to be the person who's going to be moving along as as one of the co MCs. so
0: take us back to the first time you hosted never is now what what year was that
1: that was pre-pandemic so i want to say 2019 it could have i think it was 2019 it could have been 2018 and you know their anti-semitism anti-semitism is never gone but I don't remember Sasha Baron Cohen was the speaker and he literally stopped the show in a speech that went viral and, and and lives on. Everyone should go back and watch that speech. I was absolutely riveted. There were so many wonderful pieces of that of that conference, but that one really made history. Um, and partly just in his fearlessness, you know, often celebrities are kind of um, pulling their punches a bit. And he was the opposite. I mean, I'd never heard so much unvarnished candor. And frankly, uh I'm throwing down a gauntlet, gauntlet, not just to social media groups, but to all of us not to stand idly by. Um, so you might know when that year was. But, but then obviously everything shut down. And I, I did moderate on Zoom, which is just not the same. Um, in pre-taped um, sections and some that were live. And it was wonderful to be part of it again, but it's not the same virtually as it will be in the room again this year.
0: And is there anybody in particular you're looking forward to uh, to hearing from this year?
1: Well, I, I'm going to admit that I'm, you know, for despite our, our difference in politics, which I will reveal, I think Liz Cheney is really has been an extraordinary voice for sanity in this country right now when it comes to democracy, preserving it and making sure we remember what it actually means and why we should be fighting for it. So I'm really interested to hear what she has to say. Um, I actually am interested in Jonathan Greenblatt's words. I think he has been a remarkable leader, as have you um, and your entire team, where I think some of us who, you know, have voices, but sometimes again, hang back. Um, I for, for various reasons we can go into at some point with my therapist, I'm just so glad ADL is there um, on the front lines and, you know, when I say fearless, it doesn't even really do the word justice. I, I feel like um, without uh, being alarmist, you all are, are kind of saying the words and making sure that the pressure is on um, when it comes to really standing for what this country should be about and, and where anti-Semitism right now is becoming a virus out of control.
0: Well, thank you very much for saying that. And for those of you who haven't registered, you can easily do so at NeverIsNow.org, and I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, I want to. We have a few more minutes left, and I want to go beyond Never Is Now. You are not just the host for this important set of discussions, but you're the host for so many important discussions in the Jewish world. Indeed, it seems that every week you're interviewing the top thought leaders. How did it come about that, that you're in this position?
1: Well, thank you for saying that. And I, I think, as you know, that just when it comes to our tradition, it's always been about conversation. It's always been about debate. I think that's where the light gets in. I think that's when we kind of not just expose, but but investigate ideas and tensions and trends. And um, and whether I interview Natalie Portman or Isabel Wilkerson, whether I interview rabbis from all over the country um, People who are, are, in a sense, practicing our Judaism and the, and the leaders I look to in terms of clergy um, or those who are kind of on the front lines politically or in terms of our culture, it's it's most alive for me in conversation. So I'm blessed by being able to ask the questions. And I hope with due humility that one of the reasons I'm asked is because I really do my homework. I really look at every every conversation in the time that I have to prepare that someone has done in the past. And I try to kind of get at the fresher uh, territory, if possible, the places that maybe they haven't delved or they haven't delved as deep. Um, and I hope those are illuminating um, because they are just wonderful to be part of.
0: Is there a person you've interviewed who really stands out as being the most interesting or most unique or, or just some interview okay. you want to point us to?
1: Well, it's sort of like being asked to pick your children. But I will say that during the pandemic, I wrote a series for The Forward. It can be found at forward.com. And the name of the series was called Still Small Voice. You probably know that, that biblical reference. And I interviewed 18 clergy about their faith, their personal faith which during a plague had extra poignancy, as I'm sure you can imagine. And these were very honest interviews. Um, Each one was animated or organized by a question, does God love us? Does God punish us? Does God believe we can be better? And each question was asked by just one member of the clergy, different denominations, everything from ultra-orthodox to renewal, um, to those with no denomination. But that conversation, I think, doesn't happen a lot, um, and particularly at a time when we were going through uh, something that in our lifetimes we hope we don't see again, uh, a global pandemic. Um, that's Those interviews are, 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 in a way, the ones I revisit the most, uh, just because I learned so much and was challenged so much.
0: Uh, we only have about 30 seconds left, and I know that you now have your own talk show. It's on JBS, the Jewish Broadcasting Service, and it's called In the Spotlight. Tell us quickly about that.
1: Yes, it can be found on JBS, but it also can be found on YouTube. If you, if you search In the Spotlight and my name, Pogrivin, I get to interview authors and uh, celebrities and basically anyone who strikes my curiosity, and many people don't know there is a Jewish network. Uh, for those who do, they get addicted. But these conversations have been, it's its kind of my dream come true to be a little bit, to at least strive to be the Jewish Oprah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> if people want to, uh, to follow you and, and hear about all of the things that you're involved in, how can they do that?
1: Well, I hope they follow me on Facebook, um, and I also have a website, um, I, you know, Pogribin is such a difficult name, but it's P-O-G-R-E-B-I-N, so it's com.
0: Great. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Abby, it has been a real treat for me Dr. to turn the to tables. I can't wait to hear you at
1: the conference and see you, Scott. Thank you for inviting me on today.
0: Thank you. Uh, I'm so looking forward to you co-hosting Never Is Now, uh, along with the incredible Juju Chang, by the way. Uh, and yes. I encourage all the listeners to register at NeverIsNow.org. Uh, thank you so much for, for that and, and, of course, for your commitment to fighting anti-Semitism and hate. Thank you. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned into From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for from the front lines, and please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is Fighting Hate for Good.